Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Shutdown Full Cast. I am Spencer Hall. I am joined, as always, by Jason Kirk and Ryan Nanny. We talk about college football. This is the Week 9 Review Show, and Week 9 is taking out the trash week. All kinds of trash, all kinds of refuse, all kinds of, I don't know, second-tier teams hiding as first-tier teams, finally being, being given the heave-ho, sent to live with the hoi polloi where they belong. That's, go on, get! Get! That's what this week was. was go on! Yeah, yeah! Kind of weak. But before we do that, I have to tell everybody about my achievement today. I'm very proud of it. I killed a bear. What did you use to kill the bear? Well, let's see. In Red Dead Redemption, the best way to kill a bear is with a real big gun. But I let my friend take the big gun, which wasn't real smart. Because I decided to stay up in the mountains and just hunt by myself. Because I thought, I'm a G. I could take this bear. (laughs) I got it. Turns out I could take the bear. However, the problem was, it, when taking the bear, how do you think you want to bring it down? One or two shots. Clean, right? From a like, distance, yeah. Maintaining distance, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You do not want this to be a personal interaction. You don't want to get into a melee yeah, fight with you don't, a bear. You don't no. want reach to become an important metric between you and the bear. I'm armed with a mace and flail. <laughs> I got this. What? He can only stand for limited amounts of time. How good can he be as an animal? And you don't want the bear to know it. You don't want this to be a personal thing. You don't want the bear to be like, you, later. You just, that's not something you want to happen, right? So I should have had the big gun. Did I have the big gun? No, no, no. What did I have? I had a revolver. Did I Did I get it out and get the draw on him? Yeah. <laughs> Little true, true facts. True facts about a bear. <laughs> 
<laughs> takes more than six bullets to kill him. The first six just you, make him mad. You saw a bear, a legendary bear, no mm-hmm. less, mm-hmm. and said, draw, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the the time-honored tradition of pistol dueling is upon us. I challenge you, Sir Bear. <laughs> 20 paces. Yes, I will show you what a pace is. I put six in him and went, Riverside, motherfucker. And he went, this is I will a- defend my wife's honor, dear bear. <laughs> you have you have insulted her, you cur. Yeah, it turns out that's not how you do it. I had to take this bear down like it was a mob hit gone wrong. This bear has ex this bear has extorted the honest businessmen of this town for too long. Timmy two the times says hello. Carcass of this bear. <laughs> how many I shots? So- how many? How many shots did it take you to put this bear down? I think it was eighteen. I think it was a full six, six, and six. Right? I put the devils. You're you're not even close to what West Virginia did then, so you should feel fine. No, 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 no. West Virginia, West Virginia will take a bear down. It took him uh, what seven minutes? I think we're tied. Yeah, actually, that, that was a clean shot. Yeah, that they was took down a hundred bears just like that. But they went over to the body and were just like blam, 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 sticking M eighty in his face, blam, 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 blam. That would be if the bear were throwing bullets at you, saying, "Take him here, keep going, reload, reload here." You dropped your gun. I got one you can use. Here's a health pack. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I got you body armor. I love you. Yeah, so I had to, uh, unlike West Virginia, who tidily put away the Baylor Bears on Thursday night in about seven minutes, after seven minutes of running around and screaming and discharging a pistol into everything in range, including boulders, weeds, probably my own foot, I don't know, it was hectic. Listen, West Virginia missed a couple field goals too, it's fine. The result was the same, dead bear. So, uh, when you skint this bear, do you remember what grade you got for it? Like, what quality the hide was? Uh, what are the qualities? So, if you say if you take down an animal with like bow shot to the head, you're probably going to get a perfect quality hide. <laughs> this was not Whereas a perfect quality. If hide. you riddle it with cannon fire, <laughs> it's going to say like poor bear hide. <laughs> I think I believe this would be poor. I'm just going to go ahead and <laughs> summarize that it's, it's a- like. It's like allegedly a bear hide. Spencer made a bearskin colander. I did. Somebody's <laughs> gonna be eating this bear meat later and go like, and spit the you walk bullet up to into camp the camp like, well, here's a wading pool full of hair. <laughs> How much you give me for it? <laughs> See, it's actually enriched because it's got extra lead in it. It's got iron. It's a mineral. Yeah, it's got iron. Lots of iron in it. This here's a drawing of a bear. <laughs> it's a it's Swiss bear. It's a Swiss bear. It's supposed to have those holes in it. <laughs> it's the fishnet bear. It's the sexy one. Ooh, I'm a ghost of a bear. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I didn't see the grade because I was probably too traumatized. Actually, I, I, this is my favorite. The accidents in this game are my favorite. I have two. And then we'll talk about football the first is after i killed the bear and i was toting it down the road uh right down the mountain i went to go get something else because my health was really low because a bear had hit me a couple times bear just bitch slapped me 
<laughs> just took the old one too from the bear. Thought I need so a can of beans fixed that right up. Did a bear hit you? Yeah, just eat some kidney beans. You're good. Rub some peaches on it. <laughs> Have some peaches and beans. It'd be amazing. Uh, I did that, and when I was trying to get to it, instead of going for the peaches and beans, I my finger slipped, and I just downed a whole bottle of bourbon. <laughs> like, which made sense, right? The game was like, no, this is better. Congratulations, you're a Kentucky doctor now. Oh, God. I just blasted a bear to hell. <laughs> just just got shot, just nearly died. Had a bear bite me on the chest and rip up my clothes. Scariest thing that I'll never be able to unsee. Wake up screaming in the middle of the night for the rest of my life. Come here, Jim Beam. Come here, Kentucky smuggler. So, so, <sighs> so drunk you stumbles in back to camp <laughs> with a bear that looks like it's been through a cheese grater. Yeah, basically. What? Everything's <laughs> fine. Stop looking at me. Which is just proof that who you are in video games is who you are in real life. It's, there's no difference. Exactly you said get a bear, like... I got a bear. Why you got to quibble? <laughs> Why you got to quibble over details? No, you're drunk. I was going to eat some food, but I accidentally drank a bunch of bourbon. What? No, the bear ain't drunk. <laughs> He's dead. He won't have this hangover. He's the lucky one. Jason, have you done anything quite this stupid in this game yet? <laughs> uh, I did not fight the bear at the at that point in the story when it was like, "You going to stick around and and bring down this bear?" I'm like, "No, bye." <laughs> Which again, whoever you are, in whoever you are in real life, Jason's like, "Oh, that's not sensible. I don't have the right equipment." Me. I got 22 bullets in a bottle of bourbon. This is going to be I fine. got a revolver. I know where beans are. <laughs> I um yeah, I mean I've I've done my share of blunders in the uh I, I feel every, every 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 waking moment since this game came out that hasn't been working, which it's really not that many moments I've spent with this game. Um and I hope that continues as long as possible. I think my favorite moment so far was um someone caught me doing doing outlaw crime. I forget what I was doing at the time. What are you a cop? And uh you had to go chase this guy down so he doesn't squeal. Um and he ends up falling off a cliff and he's hanging on the edge. And like it gives you all these little moral choices about whether, you know, you could save this guy, you could pull him up and say, you know, I'll, I'll kill you if you talk, or, or you can just like push him off the edge right there. Um, well, there's a lot of buttons. I pushed the wrong one and I blasted him in the face with the sawed off <laughs> while he was hanging on the edge of the cliff. So like I didn't just like grab his hands and, and, and like scar Mufasa him. No, I uh, blasted his entire body from the top down and, it, you know, it gave me like the little like. You gained an evil point thing. <laughs> like, shit, I'd say so. All right, so here's what I'd like to do going forward. This is a little bit of a homework assignment for each of you, but I think it will be a easy, an easy and a useful one. Just in between episodes, just like when you do something really stupid, just make a note somewhere so we can come back to it. I would like to keep this as sort of a running what's the dumb cowboy thing either of okay. you two did <laughs> i've remembered my second thing Jesus i might as well tell you now rather than yeah. writing it down sure um there is a moment when you're coming back from the bear where you hear a guy go jesus help me he's being ripped apart by wolves and you go and <laughs> it's a great game and you go like me being the good samaritan 
you know, you could just ride on by, right? Please, Jesus, help me. If you do that, it's just like, well, that's an evil point. Yeah, I'm just listening to this podcast on my horse. That's as bad as shooting a man hanging off a cliff in the face. Exactly, it is. (laughs) No, it gets better. (laughs) So I went over and uh, I shot the wolf off him, right? Because I thought, "Eh, cool, get a wolf pelt too. Um, It did say poor wolf pelt, which I now understand. At first I was like, why are we being judgmental about his income? Low credit wolf pelt. <laughs> Busted ass bankrupt vape shop owner wolf pelt. What? Student um, debt wolf pelt. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one on the ground. Um the the guy is laying on the ground and it says, Well, you know, you can give him some first aid. And he's like, Oh Jesus, it hurts, it hurts. And me being very sympathetic and criminal, I was like, Oh, here, why don't you have this stolen medicine? that I have. And he goes, that won't do anything here. I'm bleeding out. And the option that comes up isn't help him. The option that comes up is target. (laughs) As in, you got to put this dude out of his misery. So I was like, okay, bro, I'm ready to do this. So again, learning the controls. I was going to shoot him in the head for a quick and merciful end. (laughs) I didn't move the cursor quite fast enough. And instead I just gut shot him and he's like, ah, Shot him in his already injured leg. Hold on, you're gonna need more beans. <laughs> Let's pour some beans on you're that. Gonna, you're wound. gonna need a lot of beans for this. Hang on, buddy. I'm gonna go to town and get some get some potatoes. <laughs> so, so I, I I tried. I was like, okay, I'll get him in the head this time. Nope, nope. <laughs> Just put another one right in his stomach, and he's like, ah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> And then he died. And I was like, well, I'm going to go back and, I guess, sell this bear soup that's on the back of my horse. It's been <laughs> a great get, day uh, out here. <laughs> did you get poor person pelt? <laughs> I, was watching and, it, I was watching with my wife, and she goes, well, you're going to loot his body? And I was like, cold-blooded. Jeez. So you do have a code. That was my next question. Oh, no, I looted his body. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, wasn't my fault. Listen, we're, 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 we're outlaws here. We're just trying to get by. We got to do what we got to do. Hey, those listen, those three crackers weren't going to do anyone any good out there. I had to take them. Yeah. That's my favorite thing also. You can get like a felony for like stole three crackers off a dead corpse. Somebody will be like, witness, and I'm like, snitch. I think my favorite thing about the law enforcement in this game is like comparing it to Grand Theft Auto, which is like, you know, you 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 punch someone and like, within three minutes there can be tanks bearing down on you you know whereas in this game like i had a bounty on me (laughs) for like hours nothing came of it like the map was red like don't go here cops are looking for you there are no cops (laughs) there's (laughs) cops are looking for okay i'll go camp in an ice cave for 10 minutes it'll be fine I I don't want to leave either Thursday Night Football or the mention of uh, looting corpses behind without noting that Georgia Tech ran for 465 yards on Virginia mm-hmm. Tech. How many times did they throw the ball? Uno. Once. Yeah. <laughs> One time. Once. And what was the re- what was the result of it? Was it the quarterback falling down and the ball hitting the turf? Yes. Uh, they held the ball for 42 minutes. S- Spencer... If you did not put that poor wolf man out of his misery, Paul Johnson certainly did not do did not do that for Virginia Tech either. 
Bud Foster, oh, just kill. Bud Foster wants to die. Just kill me. No. <laughs> you know what? I'm listening. I got a triple option here of ignore, ignore, and ignore. And I think I'm going to choose all three. <laughs> Whoo! Yeah, that was, by the way, the it's a vintage quote. It's not a Paul Johnson quote. Uh, John McKay, I believe, has been credited with using it. So has Herschel Walker. It's a football lore quote, however, when Tobias Oliver, who came in uh, for the injured Taquan Marshall uh, and did brilliantly for Georgia Tech, when someone asked Paul Johnson if he was concerned about Tobias Oliver's number of carries, the quote in return was Paul Johnson saying, the ball ain't heavy. <sighs> yeah. And now we live in a world where Virginia is the only ranked team in the Coastal and leads the Coastal. 2018. It's weird, isn't it? For, for yeah. now. For now. For now. For now. For now. Um, uh, uh, one while we're going through in priority, because you can come back. And Friday, Friday yeah. had what kind of priority? We talk. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, calendar priority. Yeah, calendar priority. Because Friday, Friday, Friday did have a game worth talking about, didn't it? Didn't it, fucko? Indiana, Minnesota. Well, that one wasn't. Are you referring to Utah being the only Pac-12 favorite to not lose? (laughs) In retrospect, (laughs) yeah, yeah. To not only not lose, but again, continuing its rampage, pile driving UCLA forty-one-zero. Close enough. Yeah, man, Utah. Utah's mad. Don't don't talk to him. Don't look at him. Right? Don't. You'll have to run around them with a pistol, shooting them with 40 to 50 bullets just to get the job done, all right? Do you know how many Utah passing yards you need to get 41 points? Um, on Using my Utah conversion math, I would go 114. I'm going to go 11 or 12. 145. Very close, Spencer. Very, very close. And I was under, so I get the showcase. <laughs> Congratulations. Now you get to be a UCLA fan as well. <laughs> yeah, just... No! Man, the, the taxes alone... Oh, God. Yeah, just when we were like, man, UCLA's looking a lot better. Utah Powerbomb! Listen, all all I want to say about Friday is that now, Boston College is the only thing standing in between Clemson and winning the Atlantic yet again. I call on you, my fellow dude-volutionaries, to rally to the cause. Wow. Thank you. Stick that chest out. Bring donuts on Fridays. That's all you got to do. Eat donuts, eat donuts off your chest like a dude. Oh, man. Because, you know, now now we're getting games on like Fridays and we'll try to be judicious about talking about all of those. But honestly, you know, it quite quite the achievement there for Boston College. Yes. Like, I don't, don't want to skate past that, but 3-1 in conference, y'all. Boston College having another quietly successful season. Six and two, perfectly fine record for a football team to have at this point in the season. Saying that for possibly self-invested reasons. Uh, From Saturday, I'd like to start with the biggest game. And by that, I mean Kentucky, Missouri. Did you? What what a stupid piece of shit game this was. What an absolute (laughs) crap fest. Oh, my God. Oh. Where to you begin? Know, Where can to I give begin? you? Can I? Can I just say that this? What's the final score? Fifteen fourteen. Um, <laughs> when you see fifteen fourteen, that's a lot like seeing a baseball game that's like two one. You go, 
oh man, either that was a classic or it was a masterpiece of sludge-like nothingness <laughs> creeping forward. At least at a 2-1 baseball pace. game might be fast. This was Jesus. No, God, that's the problem with Missouri games, y'all. Missouri's like, hey, this is terrible and there's so much of it. Here, this is what, like, if you're listening to this podcast and you are walking right now, I want you to uh, pull up your step counter on your Fitbit or your phone or whatever and go get, uh, let's say, let's say go get 40 feet just to be safe. All right. There. You just got a first down. Something that Missouri did not do in the entire second half. Not one. Mm-hmm. Not even on accident. They didn't even yep. find one lying around that was kind of like half half eaten and moldy. Not one. How? Because Kentucky's good at football. Kentucky is not, we won't let you get any first downs at all good at football. Not even Bama is that good. Quite evidently, Kentucky is the best defense in football. Damn, mm-hmm. you're right. I can't argue with science. No. So everyone everyone after this game was like, oh my God, they burgled that one. They swindled that one, which yes, that part is correct. And everyone was like, oh, that what a what an ass game Kentucky played. Like, do you know how hard it is to hold Mizzou to 14 points? At home in uh, Columbia. If you're a ranked team, it's not. Well, who has done it this year? I'm just listen, overall, okay? No one. It's true. Kentucky played Matt like my working theory, by right. the way. Kentucky I, Kentucky's Josh Allen had two sacks and busted the ball out on both of them. He's been amazing. That defense was has been magnificent. They've defeated such luminous offensive attacks as Florida's. All credit. Way to end the streak. However, I would also point this out. I think Buffalo drafted the wrong pot, Josh Allen. Well, yeah, granted. That's my theory. Greatest Josh Allen of all time. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Kentucky on one side of the ball played an incredible game. And because their offense isn't designed to score more than 15 points, I don't think we should hold that against them. N- not their fault. Because the offense is designed to score exactly 15 points. Which, uh, let's see, uh, their past three games, 14, 14, 15. <laughs> And by the way, don't accuse Kentucky of a crime by stealing this game. One, it ain't theft if you're not looking, at least in Kentucky. Two, two, it wasn't yours if you didn't earn it. And let me say, when has Missouri earned it under Barry Odom? When? Because Gary Pinkle, I'm coming around to the notion that Gary Pinkle was like one of the five best coaches of all time. Because he got Missouri competitive. Because the guy who followed them, Barry Odom, um... Barry Odom, how many wins does he have in the SEC this year? That's zero. None. Bubkiss. Nada. All right. How many does he have against ranked opponents in three years? Three years. How many has he got? I, I not recall not, any. Not a lot. Zero. Zero. For our listeners in English, that's zero. Also, Drew Locke hasn't beat anyone ever in the top 25. Ever. He plays for Missouri. How's he supposed to do that? He's put up a lot of yards, is my Against point. bad and, teams. And Kentucky limited the number of yards. I'm excited for the future. Uh, Missouri beats a ranked Florida, and Drew Locke goes off that jinx that Spencer is setting up here. So good job on that, first of all. That's Todd Grantham's fault. That's not mine. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do anything about your emotional blitzing. I can't. That's true. I can't do anything about... Ah, you know, we got like a baby cornerback. Let's put him in single coverage in big situations. How'd that go? Poorly? My point isn't that, you know, uh, beating Mizzou, yes, that's nothing special. 
My point is holding Mizzou to this type of offensive game, that is impressive. It Georgia is. gave up 29. It is, which means that next week, if we're lucky, Kentucky beats Georgia by a score of 6-3. God, that'd be beautiful. If Kentucky, if Kentucky full-on wake forests their way to an SEC East title like this, like by trying to do nothing. Oh, remember, by the way, Kentucky also didn't have Benny Snell for part of the game because he got in a fight with Eddie Grand, their offensive coordinator, and they kept him off the field, even though it was hobbling everything they were trying to do. See? There's your excuse right there. They would have had 16 points. This is not, however, the worst example of keeping somebody off the field and seeing it bite you uh, in this week of college football. Come on down, Washington! Let's talk about decision-making. Mm, okay, so I'm going to set you up for this because I know what happens, but this is theater and I'm just going to be, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to be a good partner here. Okay. Hey, uh, the starter, that'd be, uh, let's see, Jake Browning, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, the one of, okay. at, one of, one of 18 Jakes on the quarterback depth chart at Washington. That's true. That's true. Cause he was replaced by another Jake, albeit very briefly and faithfully because red, red shirt freshman Jake. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, so that'd be burning a red shirt, right? No, no. He he redshirted no? last okay, year, okay. and he has played. I think he played like mop up duty here and there. So not his first time on the field. His first meaningful time on the field against a in the midst of uh, Washington having massive problems on offense. Uh, Chris Peterson, mm-hmm. by his own admission, he kind of in the post game conference he was sort of like, you know, it had nothing to do with. Uh, with Jake or his play, it was more just like we needed to mix it up. And that's why we benched him. It's like, well, you did pick that part to mix up. You didn't just sort of say like, well, let's put all 11, let's just put the second team out there. See if that works. Um, Redshirt freshman Jake goes one of four for 11 yards and a pick six. That is Cal's only touchdown of the game. In mm-hmm. a, a game that ends at the final score, Cal 12, Washington 10. That would be fateful for the Pac-12's chances. Were it not for the lone stalwart, the last survivor, the one Pac-12 team now in a position to... The bear who cannot get shot enough. <laughs> the bulletproof bear. This is the team who is both the bulletproof bear... And the idiot who only has a six gun going after right, the bear. Right, right. This is a bulletproof bear throwing arrows at you. Yes. Who who would that be? That's right. That's right. Your Washington State Cougars. Who, facing Stanford, did the thing that you're supposed to do against Stanford, which is make them score points, which they hate to do. They just despise it. Like, the score gets into the 30s, and David Shaw's like, how oh, gauche, how inefficient. Look at all this clock. $14 wine. It's just as good as $45 wine. Yeah, he's a and Stanford he's, guy. I might not say that. That's okay. Not... Well, you know, maybe he understands value, you ass. Yeah, listen, he understands luxury, and he understands that sometimes, sometimes he'll even let KJ Costello throw for 300 yards. Uh, he's had to do that a lot recently because Stanford can't run the ball. Say that out loud. It feels wrong but it's completely accurate. They can't really run the ball. And uh, that didn't matter because Gardner Minshew and the Washington State Cougars kick a field goal as time expires to win 40 
one to 38 Gardner Minshew full on super bandana headband bro type guy. East Carolina transfer. Is that the most, is that the most red dead redemption quarterback name of 2018? Gardner Minshew. Hmm. Name's Gardner Minshew. I'm the town medic. Dutch never got along with him. Here's some free leeches. I'll see you in a week. Oh, no. He's taught by Taylor Cornelius. <laughs> yeah, Taylor. <laughs> this train belongs to Taylor Cornelius. Y'all know that, right? They call him Taylor Big Sleeves Cornelius. You can see his sleeves are rustling in the wind. That's a... <laughs> don't, don't laugh at the big sleeves of Taylor Cornelius. They were sprinting past Texas defenders. The big old gusty sleeves. <laughs> Just a flapping in the breeze. Which I enjoy that whenever Mike Gundy wins, he decides to to go off. He's King Go Off. Go off, King. Because he did. Because, one, uh, he earned it a little bit. Taylor Cornelius came through, which was a bit of a redemption for him to continue a, a theme accidentally. Because Taylor Cornelius had been criticized a lot for underperforming for the 5-3 and three Oklahoma State. Cowboys, then Texas came to town, and Taylor Cornelius went the hell off. And not just with his arm. No, no, no. Taylor Cornelius was also uh, really instrumental on the ground. In fact, uh, dragging his lumbering... Is he six foot four? Six, yeah, I'm going to call him six four. Six four body across the goal line for the game-winning score. So, Gundy decided to go off, and Gundy had uh, comments on Twitter. None of which I can say are, ac- are inaccurate. Nothing, because he said, and I quote, crowd was fantastic. Homecoming was fantastic. I don't give a rat's ass about Twitter. Just going there. Called it a platform to bitch and suggested that people who were hanging out on Twitter were, quote, late for a payment. I think he means late on a payment, but I don't know. Made his his entire fan base sounds like freelancers and their struggle is real. And I respect it. But yeah, called it a platform to bitch. Just went. And he off. also said through throughout he he twice um, used the quote, which was and that represented got, and that in, got transcribed repre- transcribed as fart noise. If you're out there and you ever appear before the Supre- the Supreme Court of the United States, please make that noise at least once, so that somewhere. Somebody is going to have to, in an official Supreme Court transcript, put, parenthetical, fart noise. What would they put as a as our, our resident legal scholar? Would they write, like, flatulence effect or what? I, I honestly have no idea. That's, that's kind of why Blows I want to... raspberry? Yes, is, yes, that... yes. Disrespectful <laughs> mouth, mouth spitting. <laughs> Um, chicken bat update. Hey, Spencer, what's Texas rank now? Uh, let's see. Cause I only follow my own rankings. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't pay attention to the mainstream media's rankings. They're 15. Yeah. They're 15. Yeah. They, they dropped nine spots because of this. So you are already how on. Is Penn, how is Penn state still ahead of them? Cause they beat Iowa. Do you, do they they beat like a good Iowa team. Fart noise. I'm just saying you are already on the precipice of moving into push territory 
And, oh, don't look at the upcoming schedule. Surely there are no more losses uh, around the bend for Texas. Oh, boy. I, I, I yeah, they're just playing that uh, West Virginia that just put one through a bear's eyes from 100 yards. Just to go back to that, West Virginia did not have a punt or a turnover until there were nine minutes left in the game. I enjoy that they, that like a true drunken gunslinger. West Virginia walked into a bar, got thrown through the window and took an ass kicking and was like, that's fair. And I'll be back. <laughs> Just strode Just in next. Immediately to- stood up, dusted themselves <laughs> off, pointed at someone and said, you. Yeah, come on. Actually, 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 I that's that's unfair. West Virginia, they did not dust themselves off. No. <laughs> Rolled in dirty. Can I, can I, can we play a quick game here? A quick um, who am I game? Sure. So I'm going to give you two. Uh, the yards per pass attempt by game in conference play for one SEC quarterback. But I'm not going to tell you who it is. Your job is to figure it out. Um, And these are in sequential order. I'm not going to give you the opponent either because that would make it uh, probably too easy. But I'm just going to – but the the last number I give you is from this week, okay? Okay. 4.5 yards per attempt, 3.8, 2.5, 11 yards per pass attempt. Which SEC Kyle quarterback? Sh- Kyle Shermer, Vanderbilt. Okay, that's Spencer's guess. Jason, do you have a guess? Um, <clears throat> that's a really good one. Uh, I'll, let me go. Uh, let me go. Wake Forest. Wait, this is this is an SEC quarterback. Oh, oh, sorry, I missed no, that it's, part. It's it's cool. It's cool. Hmm. Um. <clears throat> It's not Kentucky. Nope. I'll tell you that much. Because they didn't pass. This is Nick Fitzgerald. <laughs> this is this is Nick Fitzgerald. Holy Christ. That's Nick, Nick Fitzgerald. Nick Fitzgerald, who had not two 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 on the season, had not against SEC opponents at least, thrown for even five yards an attempt in a game and lit AM up. Have you seen his numbers against Jimbo? They're they're disgusting. I... All he does is destroy a and I didn't know it was 11 an attempt. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Huh. It was, it was rough. It was, I mean, considering the, the, the final score, you're just sort of like, ah, 28, 13 seems like that. Nope. Nick Fitzgerald, 22 attempts, 241 yards passing. <laughs> and, and ran for 88 yards. And two touchdowns on top of them. <laughs> that is honestly the most we know nothing thing of the weekend. Yes, it's it's. I know real, that only really one. High up there. I know that. I know that only one thing was different. And Joe Moorhead said, eh, "I'm going to let him throw." What? <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I, don't, I don't know. Go go be loose. Football's so stupid sometimes. What'd you do? I don't know. I just I just told him to be cool. That is kind of what that is kind of what A and M has done with Kellen Mond all season. So that I guarantee you, that is not what Kellen Mond has been told by Jimbo. Yeah, just go out there and hang loose. No, those words can't come out of his mouth. But it is what happens frequently. It's what at Spencer. I think the problem is Jimbo don't know how to speak Texan yet. So he comes up there and all bleep 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 bleep. Oh, Kellen Mond. That robot said I should fling it. <laughs> that twangy robot. 
like I have no doubt that there are coaches who do that. Like I know Dana Holgerson has just looked at Will Greer and been like, I don't know, man. I, I don't know, man. Go out there and just I go think win you state. Just spin it. Hey, who the hell are you? <laughs> Dana Holgerson is totally Red Dead Redemption name. Oh my god. Dana Holgerson. Ain't that a lady's name? Well, probably accounts for how angry he is all the time. Mad at the world. But yeah, that's that's like yeah, I know Dana said that, right? You know, Dana at one point just been like, I don't know, man. Just go out there and spin it. And you know what? For a quarterback, I bet that's sometimes the best thing to hear, right? Like, you get broken down into, like, defenses and zones of thinking and and assignments and systems. And eventually some dude, you know, just walks up and is like, yeah, you go out there and be a stud, you son of a bitch. Yeah, man, we're all all dying every second of every day. Who gives a shit? (laughs) Why don't you just go out there and put a bottle up someone's head? Just, Just do it. Like that's, uh, I mean, that's for for a jock, you know. Like in the moment, it's not like you're gonna get technical or better when you're sitting there on the sideline, right? Like, I don't know. Here, look at this iPad. No, you're a 19 year old. Shit, man. Northwestern lost Akron, and they're gonna play in the goddamn Big Ten championship. Strategy don't mean damn thing. <laughs> no, like it. Like I guess, like in in game coaching, it's got to be like, yeah, don't throw it to the guy in the other jersey, and just go out there and be a stud. Just go do some shit, man. Feel it. <laughs> that would that would really work on me if I were an athlete. You're like, yeah, I I am pretty great. I'm just gonna go out there and fuck it. Of course, that might be why I would throw six interceptions in a game. <laughs> Feeling it. Shooters gotta shoot. I mean, if you're whenever you're around coaches, you hear like as the stakes raise, the instructions get simpler and simpler. You know, like it starts out with like, okay, boys, here's the schematics. You know, here, 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 download this PDF, and then like when it all boils down it's be an athlete make a football play go make a play <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be even for defenders you don't even have to be that articulate right you can just walk up to him and be like rrr, rrr. <laughs> go fuck something up yeah like once you get down to it hi i make 10 million dollars i need you to fix my problems like the greatest the greatest quarterback story i've ever heard in terms of talking to his teammates is in the Super Bowl versus the Bengals when Joe Montana walked back to the huddle and they got to go down and score, right? They got to go down and rumor, ruin Boomer Esiason's life. And they get back to the huddle and John Candy and John Candy sitting in the stands and Joe Montana gets in there and looks at him in the eye and goes, hey guys, look, John Candy. And they're all like, what? And he's like, okay, let's go. <laughs> and they went down and scored. And I just like Joe Montana was either so inspired in that moment or such a genuine, brilliant idiot in the in the spot that he was like, Hey look, man, that's John Candy. That's awesome. Anyway, thirty eight right Falcon, let's go. Let's go jump Snake just, River Canyon. Yeah. Just yeah, the psychology to me is amazing that they just told Nick Fitzgerald, who previously I had written, had been throwing like he had a hoof for a hand. Just goes out there and demolishes Texas A and M. I love football. It's a beautiful sport. Can I um? Can I ask a uh, a, a would you rather? Sure. Would you rather lose as a twenty eight point, a uh, twenty four point favorite, mm-hmm. or suffer a twenty eight point collapse? Uh, lose as a twenty four point favorite. I'll take the twenty eight point collapse. Well, good, good, good. You know, good, good, good for good on both of you because you're both Colorado fans. Yes, that's what Colorado did this weekend. Go Buffs! Oregon State rolled in, 
as a three-plus touchdown favorite, tacked on a four-touchdown lead on top of that, and then lost in overtime to Oregon State, a team that never wins anything. How? Like, how? Also, as David Hale, I believe it was David Hale, pointed out on Twitter, this is the second time Colorado has had a four-touchdown lead evaporate in the past decade. Only two other teams have done this once. Colorado, you're incredible. That's bad. You shouldn't do that. Who are those? Do you know the? Do you know who those other two teams were? Uh, one was UCLA. Uh, or A and M. A and M against UCLA. Excuse yeah. me. Uh, the other one, not off the top of my head, but does Randy mm. Edsel get any kind of bonus money for that? Certainly. Those are copyrights. Probably. Those are copyrights. I get seventy-five. Do- I get seventy-five dollars because Colorado blew a lead. God damn it! That isn't your contract. You thought of everything, Randy. Damn, he is. He's a genius. He he did get bonus money for uh, losing to UMass at home because UConn led at the half. Uh, it appears they they stuck some of those prop bet incentives in his contract to try to keep fans in the building after halftime. <laughs> and like, how many people are like? People are like, hey, we're we're beating UMass. We might want to stick around for this. <laughs> I sincerely hope that as they were going to the locker room, Randy Edsel got his phone out and like sent a Venmo request to UConn Athletics that was like, okay, $5,000 sent for halftime lead sent. <laughs> He's just got an accountant following him around at all times. Accountant and a statistician. Working in tandem. Yeah. Here, listen. If you just put another 300 miles on this company car, boom, $800 bonus. That's gold status. You so, get gold uh, Co- status. Coach Etzel, I know, you're, I know your linebacker broke his wrist breaking up that pass, but it did get us over the statistical threshold, so now you get another $1,000. Yes. Congrats, Coach. Yes. We did it. The, the player will get uh, a, a, a new wrist, maybe. Um, Brian, it's time. Stare it. It's fine. About what? Florida, Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. First of, all, I, first of all, I didn't watch it just because I didn't feel like it and I watched other things instead. But like, am I supposed to? Like, yeah. Georgia played better, has a better roster, um, is a year ahead of, is at least a year ahead of Florida in terms of like coaching and development and all those things. And like, I don't know. Mm, I, I, I don't yeah. have, I don't have like, this game was close for a lot of it later than I would have honestly would have thought it would have been. And then it just wasn't. And that's fine. Right? Like Florida, yeah, can, like, st- Florida can still yeah. win nine games this season. That's, that's a perfectly like reasonable goal. And they, and, and think about, I remember how we were after they lost to Kentucky. I'm not going to be the asshole who goes straight back to that. I'm going to need a little time. I will get back there because I'm a broken person. I think you can win 11 games this season. Counting a bowl, but yeah. Anyway. Listen, whoever we're facing in a bowl game, um, that'll be hilarious. Also, um, Jason, I don't have great feelings about that South Carolina game. That South Carolina, not because I think South Carolina is like so good, but more just like, oh, South Carolina will make you hate everything so much. All of the time. No one has great feelings about South Carolina games. South Carolina fans, Will Muschamp, God in heaven, no one. Trust the process. Okay. 
What process? I don't. Know. I don't know. Shit. Say. <laughs> but but it's, I mean, it's a like, good way to change the subject. I, Spencer, you you covered it pretty well. Jake Fromm played well. Uh, Georgia remembered no. that they have multiple good running backs. Florida turned the ball over did they, too many times. Yeah. Did, did they still three? Yeah, we we had three turnovers. You kind of look at the difference in this game, and you go, "Oh, we have a Felipe Franks, and we have a Todd Grantham, and we have a C.J. McWilliams. We have a, a baby corner, and um, you know." Just so happens when you have one of those, the other team sometimes notices that. <laughs> they go, oh, that guy. He's new. So, uh, Gator fans got a um, some national media appreciation for their sanity this weekend. In uh, the This Week in Schadenfreude post, Alex noted that he, you know, he's going, there was a lot of ranked teams lost this weekend. And he noted that for Florida, there really wasn't any anger. Everyone was just sort of like, they sounded like you two, basically. Like, yeah, I, I only get mad when I get taunted by Chad. You know, like, just yeah. you know, other Georgia fans. Like, it's fine. I live here. I got a lot of Georgia fans in my life. They're fine. I, I don't like getting, you know, like by Bradford or by Tampson or Chad. You know, those are the dudes that I can't stand. The mega frat Avi. Uh, yeah, you know. Don't talk shit to me if you're wearing a baby fedora. Don't. It's not going to go well for you. I'm not even going to be cool about it. I'm just going to be like... The only goal for Florida in this game was to not become a meme. And they did a good job because they weren't the one with a professor shirtless reading a book in the middle of the game. (laughs) Reading a book called, like, what? Dark Places. Dark place. It's about a satanic murder about cult. About a satanic murder cult. And the guy was like, well, it's better than watching this. <laughs> <laughs> this is, we're not making up a joke. A professor at Florida State took his shirt off, went to the top of the stadium, pulled out a book, and was like, I'm just going to get some sun. I'm just going to get some sun and some reading in. Dabo's boys, that's a Christian murder cult. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm just going to read about what I'm watching. When Clemson rolls into town, your ass is getting blessed. Also, Willie <laughs> to t- death. After the game, Willie Taggart was like, "Some of the, you know, some of the guys quit." And it's like, yeah, man, the professor up there with his shirt off reading a book. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he quit. Yeah, and, uh, I did check in with some of my older Florida State fans, and uh, the reactions were uh, displeased. Displeased, but not racist. They're doing real well. They're doing really, <laughs> really well. That's progress. Yeah, like that's my best outcome for a Florida State fan when I talk to this. Like they're displeased, but not busting out the racism. Okay, good, good. I got. That's always we got real problems with him. Just you know, I know he's rebuilding, and we really we love Willie. We do. It's great, but you know, you can't be happy with this. And I'm like, that's good. That's good. You could just stop there. Stop there. This comment is neutral. It's good. Stop. Just stop there. Every the good stump. Spot. Every good stump speech is uh, shortened to the point. You don't. You <laughs> also, don't wander. You don't wander off message. And includes a yes, <laughs> yes, correct. And did that fart noise. Yeah, I wouldn't even like to me everything like, to get to like I think a Florida fans in the same boat, but with slightly different different differentials. Right? Is this you go? It's year one. What a curious result. Ta-da. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's all really all you can do because it's year one of doing things drastically differently and rebuilding from a, a not great spot. 
it just so happens that, you know, Florida's been like, huh, well, look, we made it run with the parts we had in the garage. And Florida State's like, we had to tie it to a donkey and pull it out of the stitch. A poor donkey. A poor donkey hide. Does your one explain Arizona 44, <laughs> Oregon 15, though? No! Mm, no! You know what explains that? Oregon podcast Big Duck Energy, which tried to tell Oregon not to do this, forfeit this game. Yeah. Call in. We sick, did, didn't we? Forge a document, miss your flight, vote to evict Arizona from the Pac 12, leave the Pac 12 yourself. Yeah. Do whatever it takes to never go to Arizona. Don't go to Tucson. Don't. It's where your your two greatest seasons in school history, you suffered a loss there. You suffered the most catastrophic loss in, in school history there. In in like multiple ways all at once. And now, you know, hopes aren't super high this year, but you still had a shot in the Pac-12 race, and now you don't. Why? Because you played at Arizona. Yeah, this is... I think it's the Ducks need moisture. Ducks need moisture. They don't do well in arid climbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't ever hear sand off a duck's back. Yeah, you just you just did though, and it sounded wrong, didn't it? It sounded really wrong. Most disappointing part about Oregon in this game is that Arizona held them to under a hundred yards. And when Oregon can't run the ball, uh, you can beat up on Justin Herbert, especially because he's real tall and visible, like. And that's <laughs> he can't. Hide. He can't. I see you. I yeah, see no, you. man. How do I find Justin Herbert, man? I just look up. I can't get my wanted levels to go down. Yeah, man, they can see you. <laughs> yeah. You know how pissed off a duck would be if you dump sand on it? <laughs> like, ducks are mad enough already. It's <laughs> got sand in all its crevices. Oh, you yeah. would die. That duck would kill you. Fuck so, you. Yeah. We're, go- we're going golfing now, duck. And ducks don't play well angry. So this is just backing up my point. Don't... Yeah, it's just frantic sputtering. Yeah. Kind of like Oregon. Yeah, don't, man. This is bad. Again, in this whole take out the trash element, this whole like, oh, that's what you were. Yeah. Yeah, man. This is that, that loss to Stanford looking a little more explicable every single day. You know? Yeah. This, I mean, it's uh, like some people, we, we, we sold this as a potential blood week. Potential. Yeah. And I, we didn't get there. But. It was definitely a, a heave-ho to some suspect clutter week. None more so than USF. Like, good job getting... Other than Texas. Well, sure, but at least Texas, you sort of understood, like, okay, they have put some results up that are impressive. Like, I get I get how people sort of got here. USF... I get why they're ranked. Yeah. Sure. USF being ranked was simply a matter of, like, well... You have accomplished the assignments as we as we uh, gave them to you, ignoring how and why you did them the way that you did. We have to rank you. USF was a spreadsheet ranking, just yep. if zero must rank. Yes. Um, and then Houston said, okay, well, let's make that a one, and let's make it a decisive one. A mean, Houston. brutal yeah. destruction one. Yeah, yeah, they scored. 57-36, and Houston was without the best football player in the country. Who, prior to the game, Joseph Duarte of the Houston Chronicle posted that Ed Oliver was going to be held out of the game versus South Florida. To which, in a quote tweet, Ed Oliver pregame said, Said who? I'm playing. Then, (laughs) then, 
Uh, Ed Oliver didn't play. <laughs> and that's why you always oh, check the health portal. When, Got him. When your doctor sends you a text message that says, check the health portal, you check the health portal. What a magnificent. And then responded. He responded to this with crying, laughing emojis. <laughs> You could also take those four words a different way. Like he was deciding whether or not to play, and then he said, uh, "He said to the you know the, the the team doctor or a coach, like who I'm playing." They said USF. He said, "Oh, okay, they don't need me." No, no, or 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 he accidentally just put the put the question mark in the who said I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, Houston by the Houston by the way, if you have not wa- watched them on offense, do do. They are currently back to their rightful roost, historical rightful roost in the top five. They are the second most prolific by points offense in the nation. And they snap the ball with like 38 seconds on the clock. It's like, go. Did we have any Sandman worthy games that we should be paying attention to that we haven't talked about? Uh, the trend held in Notre Dame Navy. The mids covered the final 24-point spread. Um, I advised you to invest in Oklahoma State. Those of you who did can now afford larger homes. Um, let's see, going through the... Oh, let me, let me actually pull up my damn sheet. It was a horrible week for the under. <laughs> uh, Wazoo Stanford blew past. Mitsu Old Dominion blew past. The Iowa game blew past the under. These are the end times. Oh, um, uh, you while you look, let's take everybody. TCU and a loss to Kansas also went over. TCU lost to Kansas God. via a butt fumble. <clears throat> Fart noise. Yeah. Can I? Who let just to just in case you. This is again for those who are not following along, or maybe you want to relive the moment for us. I enjoy that play-by-play now is broken down play-by-play. You can click on a box score and it tells you exactly how everything happened. A beautiful thing for fans of narrative. Unless it's full of ESPN lies. Sometimes it's full of ESPN lies. Yes. You know, you can see for fans of narrative. It's great. It's like a little story. You can follow along. Um, Unless you're following an Iowa box score. Cause... (laughs) Because then we just get into some surreal Haruki Murakami story with a disappearing girl. It's magical some... realism, okay? It's a well-recognized uh, field of literature. Because Iowa got out to a 14-7 lead. What'd you say? Oh, well. Just like Iowa's trophy case, 100 years of solitude. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Loving the time of Cornera. Um no, this is uh, this is how they got to fourteen. Because you go, oh no, it was, it was two TDs. I don't know how Iowa lost this game, by the way. Because when Iowa does this, it should be a lock. There's no way they should give up their birthright like this. Because uh, it went two zero Iowa, got a safety on Penn State, five zero Iowa, which has happened before. Then it went twelve zero. Oh man, they scored a normal touchdown. Nope, no, no. That would be, uh, I, I believe if you look it up, that would be uh, not Nathan, not, not their their quarterback. Uh, it, it would be Colton Rastetter throwing to Sam Brinks. 
Colton Rastetter is not a quarterback. Sam Brinks is not a wide receiver. It's a big old defensive lineman, actually. And he's receiving a pass from, I believe, the backup punter on this fake. Yeah. A real floater, too. Just a real lazy lob. They did not. He did not hold X. He tapped X. Yeah, he tapped X. It was out of his hand fast. It was an impressive release time for a special teams player. Yeah, that's, that's how they got to it because... Uh, Iowa didn't throw for their standard starting quarterback. The conventional thrower did not did not score a a point. That gets them to twelve seven, right? Which you go, oh, that's fascinating. Well, wait, you said they got to fourteen. That's right, they got another safety, y'all. <laughs> they got a safety on Penn State, and I think this was all automatically set Iowa at a disadvantage because remember. There's only one other person in the Big Ten who can really compete in terms of teams. What weird score? That's James Franklin, which is how they came back to win. Oh, that and Nate Stanley also having, I think, calling back again, trying to shoot a bear with a tiny gun that only made the bear mad. Nate Stanley's line is one of the most spectacular achievements I've seen in college football this year. It is not bad. It is not good. It is merely remarkable. He was, as an Iowa quarterback, 18 for 49. They almost threw the ball 50 times for, I think, 18 to 49. Oh, man, he must have thrown for like 270, 300, 205 yards. Average 4.2 per completion. What was the most game-changing pass that he threw? <clears throat> um, I, I believe that would be a uh, an interception. And where did the interception take place? Uh, I believe that interception took place as they were driving uh, in the, the end zone. Pe- on on the Penn State three. On the Penn State three. Yeah. <laughs> Iowa said, yep, throw the ball. Down Let's six do it, with about three minutes to play. On Oh, yeah. by the way, it was first and goal, not third or fourth and goal. Yeah. Yeah, after after marching like a classic Iowa march down the field. I will and, kill this uh, legendary bear! <laughs> that was Iowa's most throws in a game since 2014. Jesus. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes the bear at you, Kirk Ferentz. It's like, I don't care if you're rich or poor. You're on the dinner plate. All right, should we kill it there? Hang on, hang on. Just one last okay. thing. 